Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Wait, last report still closed both ways south of South Lakes Drive from an earlier uh, car fire. And uh, traffic is still very slow on 95 northbound, getting past the crash before exit 140 Stafford. And there, you are getting by by squeezing to the right. Southbound not doing too badly on 95. Inner loop from Tyson's to 270. Outer loop from 270 over the American Legion Bridge. Plenty of volume. Same through Montgomery and Prince George's counties on the Beltway. 270 south in the local lanes after falls. Believe they cleared that crash, and they have picked up the work zone southbound Route 4 now. Uh, past the Beltway and out toward Woodyard Road now that it has gotten dark. WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. Bob Emily, WTOP Traffic. Jordan Evans in the 7 News First Alert Weather Center. Patchy fog between 8 and 9 o'clock tomorrow morning, otherwise mostly sunny and dry throughout the afternoon. A repeat of today, highs near 60 tomorrow afternoon with a slight chance of rain after midnight for tomorrow night as well. Then Sunday, we're talking rain all day, some gusty winds, even some rumbles of thunder can't be ruled out. The chance of rain at 100% for Sunday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans in the First Alert Weather Center. It's 50 in Germantown, 52 degrees right now in Annandale. At 559. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good evening, I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Coming up, several breaking stories this Hour. Actor Ryan O'Neill has died. Another young person shot in the district, this time in a metro station in the Petworth community in Northwest. We'll have a live report. Big budget troubles threaten a big bite from your roads, rails, and more in Maryland. Now what? I'm Kate Ryan. How a local school district is responding to students missing class. I'm Scott Gelman. 615 will preview the Army-Navy football game tomorrow. It's being played in a new venue for the first time. On Wall Street for the day, the Dow was up 130 points, NASDAQ up 63. WTOP at 6 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Stacey Lynn. President Biden is in Las Vegas and making remarks close to the UNLV campus, where three faculty members were killed in the latest school shooting. This is not normal, and we can never let it become normal. During the rampage, fear-filled students and faculty called for help. No, I don't hear any more shots. The last shot I heard was maybe like a minute or two ago. Okay. In Michigan, another school shooter, Ethan Crumbly, addressed his victims' families before hearing his fate. All I want is for the people I hurt to just have a final sense of culpability that justice has somewhat been served. Before handing down a sentence of life without the possibility of parole, Judge Kwame Rowe said he was particularly concerned with what he called Crumbly's obsession with violence. He continued to walk through the school, picking and choosing who was going to die. John Hewitt for CBS News, Detroit. Actor Ryan O'Neill has died at age 82. CBS's Frank Sidapani with a look at his life. He first gained fame in the 1960s, starring in the primetime TV soap opera Peyton Place. Uh, Dr. Rossi? Yes. I'm Rodney Harrington. But it was the 1970 tearjerker love story that made Ryan O'Neill a movie star. The film earned him an Oscar nomination, and he followed it up with some well-regarded comedies. His son posting the news on Instagram saying his dad died peacefully with his loving team by his side. 
Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton has filed a petition to block a judge's ruling, allowing a woman who's 20 weeks pregnant to get an abortion after her baby was diagnosed with a fatal condition. Meanwhile, a pregnant woman in Kentucky has also filed a lawsuit demanding the right to an abortion. The lawsuit, which seeks class action status, challenges Kentucky's near total ban on abortions. Amber Duke is with the American Civil Liberties Union. The case details the severe harm that Jane Doe, who is eight weeks pregnant, pregnant is enduring because the government has denied her access to the care that she needs. Jim Crisula, CBS News. Here's some good news for those buying presents this holiday season. More people are working. Employers added 199,000 jobs last month. One person who is super busy with work right now, Santa. My elves are going crazy. Santa Russ says his schedule is so jam-packed he's even had to turn down requests. It's been overwhelming. HireSanta.com says it's seeing a 34.6% increase in demand over last year. That's CBS's Willie James Inman. Wall Street in the holiday spirit closing the week in positive territory the dow up 130 points today this is cbs news you don't need a job platform you need a hiring partner indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place start at indeed.com slash credits 603 on wtop on this friday december 8th 2023 clear skies now 54 in dc Good evening. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Ann Kramer. Our breaking news this evening, another shooting involving a young person in the district. This time it happened at a metro station in northwest D.C. WTOP's Matt Koufax joins us live from Petworth with more. What are you seeing? What are you hearing, Matt? Well, Sean, and I'm standing here at the corner of Georgia Avenue and Quincy Street. Right here in the heart of Northwest D.C., we want to say first off that there is currently an active search happening for the suspect wanted in this shooting. I've seen a lot of activity just here in the past half hour. Tons of Metro Transit police officers, uh, crime scene investigation lab truck, a couple ambulances have all either driven past me or are parked here currently. There was even a helicopter circling overhead for several minutes. It's been happening now intermittently as well. Here's what we know at this point in time. The shooting happened at around 2.45 p.m. this afternoon. The victim, police are saying, is a male minor, whom police also add was transported to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Right now, law enforcement is saying it appears the boy was followed into the station by that suspect, whom, again, they are searching for just before the shooting occurred. And at this time, we don't really know anything uh, about a possible motive. The west entrance of the station is currently closed while uh, MTPD detectives conduct their investigation. It is open on the other side, but I went down there just to check out the scene, and there are a lot of officers stationed at all the entrances closely monitoring things. So we'll hopefully have more updates for you coming up in the next half hour to an hour as we learn more on the scene. In Northwest D.C., Matt Koufax, WTOP News. And just a reminder, once again, it is the Georgia Avenue Petworth Metro Station on the Green Line in Northwest. And as Matt said, we'll have more info as we go through the evening. 6.05 here on WTOP, where your roadways see more potholes, trash, and high grass. Will bus and rail routes be cut? Well, county leaders from all around Maryland are leaving an annual gathering trying to figure out just how a state transportation budget shortfall 
will shape your travels. Here's WTOP's Kate Ryan. It's all anyone is talking about at the Maryland Association of Counties Winter Gathering. Which projects will get hit by the $3.3 billion cut to the State Transportation Trust Fund? Kevin Canale with MAKO says every county will feel the proposed cuts. We're talking about transit, roads, commuter buses, locally operated transit systems. It's very concerning. How Maryland pays for transportation will be looked at. The state relies on the Transportation Trust Fund. And of course, the the biggest contributor to the Transportation Trust Fund is gas tax revenue. In his speech to MAKO Thursday night, Governor Westmore called the funding formulas outdated. And in the past, the governor has called for ending the automatic annual increase to the gas tax that's tied to inflation. Kate Ryan. WTOP News. 606, more than 12% of Loudoun County Public School students have missed 18 or more days of class this year. In an exclusive interview, the school superintendent tells WTOP Scott Gelman what steps the district is taking to try and fix that. Principals in Loudoun County are no longer required to figure out whether a student's absence is excused or unexcused. It's part of a policy change aimed at addressing student absences, according to Superintendent Aaron Spence. Family trips and vacations are now unexcused absences. To try to communicate to our families how important it is that they try to schedule those uh, vacations and family trips during uh, school holidays or over the summer. The county is also expanding the definition of excused absences to include mental health issues. We have to make sure that students who are uh, dealing with mental health issues are getting the appropriate level of support. State funding will be used to help with the problem too, Spence says. Part of that is um, establishing a partnership with a mental health care coordination service. Scott Gelman, W. WTOP News. It happened again at a Montgomery County public school. Leaders there say anti-Semitic graffiti was found inside a bathroom, this time at Quince Orchard High School in Gaithersburg. The incident was discovered back on Tuesday, according to MoCo 360. The Anti-Defamation League says anti-Semitic incidents are up by more than 260 percent since last year. And recent events in the Middle East have prompted even more of those incidents. Since the October 7th attack by Hamas, two teachers have also been placed on leave because of social media posts viewed as anti-Semitic. Coming up in Money News after traffic and weather. Out with offices, in with fans at FedEx Field. I'm Jeff Clayball. 608. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's go to Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. Still plenty of rush hour out there on this Friday evening now. We still have plenty of volume around the Beltway on the inner loop from Tyson's to T70 through Bethesda and Silver Spring and through uh, pretty good chunks of Prince George's County as well through College Park, Greenbelt, Landover, Outer Loop from Andrews down uh, up toward Greenbelt as well. 95 at the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. No particular incidents, just volume delays, and we still have uh, mainly those on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. 270 southbound in the local lanes. That crash is cleared after Falls Road. At least it's out of the roadway. Northbound, you do have volume delays getting up through Gaithersburg and Germantown and up through Clarksburg. Nothing unusual. 50 out to the Bay Bridge. That is good to go as well. And in Virginia, starting to ease up at the Wilson Bridge. Delays are starting just before Eisenhower getting there now. Uh, 95 northbound before exit 140 Stafford. Still very slow getting up to that point, but it seems like uh, uh, they got the crash out of the roadway, but it's still heaviest coming up from Falmouth uh, towards Centerpoint Parkway. And after that, the pace does pick up. And traffic on 66 is doing all right. The heaviest is eastbound getting into Falls Church, headed toward Roslyn. 
Go electric the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at FitzMall.com. Bob Inley, WTOP Traffic. Forecast now from 7 News First Alert, meteorologist Jordan Evans. Mostly clear overnight, then some patchy fog early tomorrow as temperatures only fall into the upper 30s to low 40s. The afternoon, a repeat of today, highs near 60, passing clouds and light winds. Tomorrow night, it's mostly dry, but rain starts to move in after 4 a.m. Rain to start Sunday and rain throughout all of Sunday. Some gusty winds throughout the afternoon and evening and a rumble of thunder is possible as well as the front moves through by 7 p.m. Monday, we're drying out, but the winds pick up and temperatures fall into the 40s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans in the First Alert Weather Center. Down to 49 in Alexandria, Columbia at 48. Penn Quarter, downtown D.C. at 53. And we're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Jeff Clayball. The end of the UAW strikes and Hollywood strike helped boost job gains in November. Companies added 199,000 jobs last month. Most gains were in health care and government hiring. The University of Michigan's closely watched Consumer Sentiment Index shows consumer expectations for inflation in the next year fell the most in 22 years. Consumers' feelings about their own finances rose to a three-month high. The Washington Commanders making room for more suites at FedEx Field. The team is moving its business offices from FedEx Field to a University of Maryland research park in Riverdale. Its offices are currently in unused suites, but says demand is at back for those. The Dow finished today up 130 points. The S&P 500 up 19. It closed at a record. The Nasdaq up 64, a half percent gain. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. This report is sponsored by Marlowe Furniture. Bring your style to life. Marlowe Furniture's holiday super sale is their biggest ever. Save 60% off on all furniture, plus 60 months special interest financing. It's Marlowe Furniture's holiday super sale. Coming up on WTOP, it is one of the great games in college football. We'll get a preview of the Army-Navy game with WBAL Radio Scott Wyckoff, who's on the Navy Football Network. It's six eleven. Experts say Maryland, like the rest of the U.S., is in a mental health crisis. But how do you know when someone needs help and what sort of help works best? Dr. Marissa Leslie, Medical Director of Compass Health Center, Maryland, weighed in on the WTOP panel discussion, Views from the Front Lines, Maryland's Mental Health Crisis. If someone is not functioning at the top level, they're not living their best life, as the kids say, right? Um, Then they need to, or they would benefit from, a center like mine, which is intensive outpatient treatment. So that's up to four hours a day, uh, multiple days a week, or sometimes two to three days a week. People can work, people they can they can attend school, but they're getting more intense treatment, and they're seeing the psychiatrist or the nurse practitioner more often, so medication can be adjusted in real time. They're also getting, at least at Compass Health Center, a family therapist, and that's for adults and for children and adolescents, and they have an individual therapist as well as group. It's so important to learn things in community. Uh, there's Individual therapy is great, and I'm not knocking that. But in group, you can actually practice these things in a safe, uh, monitored, supportive environment. That's Dr. Marissa Leslie, Medical Director of Compass Health Center, Maryland. You can watch the entire discussion at WTOP.com. Search mental health. Compass Health Center has opened in Silver Spring, Maryland, to provide immediate access to mental health care for more Marylanders. 
Compass Health Center specializes in trauma, OCD, school refusal, anxiety, depression, mental health, and substance use. The Compass Health Center team provides in-person and virtual treatment across Maryland. Seeking treatment over the holidays is more than okay. Google Compass Health Center Silver Spring to learn more or visit us at compasshealthcenter.net. That's compasshealthcenter.net. Coming up, the Wizards are back on the road looking to snap a three-game slide in Brooklyn. Sports in about 10 minutes on WTOP. Here's John Meyer, VP and GM of Software Ventures at Arcfield, encouraging agencies to keep focused and patient when employing a zero-trust strategy. The journey to the cloud, it's exactly that. It's a journey, right? So as they're planning and designing their zero-trust architectures, they're also leaning forward and saying, do we do this in the cloud? Do we still stay on-prem? Maybe we push most of this to the cloud. Uh, so it's it's a journey, and especially for those organizations, just keeping up to date, right? I mean, the, Microsoft came out, the NATO summit over in Lithuania, and said, hey, there's a Word doc, and it has a, a, a vulnerability in it, right? It can take over your systems. Those are going to evolve. They're going to continue to happen. So staying on their guard for what they currently have to do while they're migrating to their future position, right, is, is really important. That's John Meyer, VP and GM of Software Ventures at Arcfield. For more, go to federalnewsnetwork.com, search Arcfield. A holiday message from Jackson Hewitt. The jingle bells, the jingle bells, the jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to get money the same day. Starting December 11th, walk into a Jackson Hewitt for an early loan on your tax refund, and you could walk out with up to a thousand bucks. The jingle bells, the jingle bells, the jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to get money. Missing out would be cray. Appointments go fast. Book yours now at jacksonhewitt.com. Early refund advance offered to eligible clients. Application required. Finance charge applies. Loans by Republic Bank. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. Washington's top news. WTOP. Facts matter. It's 615. I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Thanks for being with us. Well, for more than a century, two military rivals, Army and Navy, they get together to play one of the biggest college football games of the season. And it's happening tomorrow, the first time ever in New England. The game is being played at Foxborough. Always a lot of hype leading up to the big matchup. WBAL Radio Scott Wyckoff is the studio host for the Navy Radio Network broadcast. He joined us a little earlier to talk about the big matchup. First of all, in addition to being what some call the greatest rivalry in all of sports, they call it the greatest spectacle in all of sports. You know, the march on of the brigade of midshipmen, the long gray line, the cadets from West Point. But the interesting thing is, you know, we, we have rivalries like the rivalry between Ohio State and Michigan. Two states focused on that. Not a lot of people outside that region really get into that rivalry. Or maybe Auburn, Alabama in the state of Alabama. But Army-Navy, it seems as though every household anywhere in the United States has some sort of connection either to the Navy or to the Army, be it a family member, a friend, a neighbor, something like that. And it really captivates their imagination. And I really think over the years, it's gone on to build on that. And really, the pageantry and the fact that it's people, these young men, who are going to go on to defend our nation a year from now. I don't think any of these players are going to be playing football. They're going to be in service to their country, possibly in harm's way. And I think really that and the respect 
that these two service academy players have for each other really makes a difference. Scott, you've spent some time in Foxborough this week, and, and you've been to other Army-Navy games that were played in venues other than Philadelphia. How do you think the game will shape up in Gillette Stadium this weekend? Oh, they're fired up. I mean, I, up there, they do a press conference where they bring in a lot of the players and the coaches and the superintendents of the academies. This press conference was unbelievable. All the TV stations in New England were there. We're talking as far north as Portland, Maine. We're talking about Springfield, Massachusetts. Not only the Boston market in Providence, they were there. They had news crews there. They had sports crews there. The governor of the state of Massachusetts thought it was so important to go there. And Jonathan Kraft, whose family owns the New England Patriots, he's the president of the team, he was there and he said, and, and he said he wasn't he wasn't making this up. He said this is the toughest ticket they've ever had at Gillette Stadium. Tougher than any of the Patriots AFC title games. And he also said tougher than Taylor Swift. Wow. WBAL Radio Scott Wyckoff, part of the Navy Football Network. Quick look at the top stories we're working on here at WTOP. Ryan O'Neill, the heartthrob actor who went from TV soaps to the Oscar-nominated role in Love Story, has died. And the FDA approves two gene therapies to treat sickle cell anemia. Keep it here for full details in the minutes ahead. 618. Traffic and weather on the 8th. We'll start with the traffic part. Bob Imler is in the traffic center. Ever so slowly beginning to wind down this Friday rush hour, but still plenty of volume out there. Inner loop delay still starts at about 123 headed for Maryland. 66 of volume delays eastbound at a Falls Church and westbound mainly through Centerville. And outer loop delay starts at about Eisenhower to the Wilson Bridge. Now 395 and 95 are doing all right. Some brief volume delays. Northbound still a little bit heavy up through Falmouth towards Centerport Parkway. The crash that had been before Stafford is out of the roadway now. And in Maryland, on uh, the Baltimore, on the Beltway between through Prince George's and Montgomery counties, we do have some volume delays on each, but things are starting to ease up. 270 looks all right. And Baltimore, Washington Parkway, heaviest southbound uh, from Route 32 and getting down past uh, Laurel. Northbound a bit heavy up through Greenbelt. Of course, inside the Beltway as well. Northbound getting out to the Beltway. And uh, pretty good shape on uh, 270 right now. Why are America's freight railroads safe and getting safer? They invest $23 billion a year into their network as part of an ongoing commitment to safety. Learn more at AAR.org. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Jordan Evans in the 7 News First Alert Weather Center as we take a look at the weekend. Where do things stand now? Well, we're looking at some nice weather for tomorrow. We'll call it a repeat of today. Just with passing clouds, highs near 60, and light winds. So anything outside, do it tomorrow because Sunday, that'll be an indoor day. We're already calling for 100% chance of rain. Rain and wind throughout the day. Some rumbles of thunder, too, during the afternoon and evening. And then after midnight, going into early Monday, could have a wintry mix as the cold air catches up with that storm system. It won't be here long enough to produce any accumulating snow, but still some wet snowflakes may mix in on the back half of the storm system. Then Monday, we're back to sunshine, but it turns cold and windy. Highs in the 40s, but wind chills will be in the 30s and 20s throughout the day on Monday. Right now, we're still at 49 in Leesburg, 50 now in D.C., 45 in Germantown and Georgetown, 51. Thanks, Jordan. Still ahead on WTOP. Why a new service offering consumers transportation in D.C. is causing controversy. I'm Sandra Jones. 620. Everyone deserves to enjoy a McRib at least once in their lifetime. Because when you're this saucy and tangy and tasty, a life without one creates a serious case of FOMO. The McRib is back. 
Don't miss the classic you've been craving. Get a McRib, filet of fish or Big Mac and get another for a dollar or mix and match. Prices and participation may vary. Value for item of equal or lesser value cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You recognize our jingle. It is Cabinet Discatters and now celebrating our 40th anniversary. That's right. 40 years ago, we started a small family business, building a reputation around excellent customer service, quality products at a great price. And now to celebrate 40 years, we're offering incredible discounts till the end of the year. To learn more, call or go to CabinetDiscounters.com. It's Cabinet Discounters, proud to serve you for over 40 years. Cabinet giants among us they are the men and women building and sustaining our navy's next generation submarines if you're ready to go big get on board we build giants at buildsubmarines.com. The National Capital Region's college football game is the Military Bowl, presented by GoBowling.com, featuring the Virginia Tech Hokies and the Tulane Green Wave on Wednesday, December 27th at the Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium in Annapolis. Get tickets at MilitaryBowl.org. If you're new to WTOP, welcome. This is where you'll hear news that impacts you. We are hearing about an incident in Bethesda. A storm system is moving across northern Virginia. Two crashes on I-270 with two lanes blocked. Here's the latest expert advice on college admissions. A new drug for Alzheimer's is offering new hope. If you've been relying on WTOP News for years, thank you for being a loyal listener. WTOP News. Facts matter. I heard it on WTOP. to WTOP News. 622. Well, you may have heard of Uber or Lyft. You might actually use them to take a ride around town. But there's also another option. It's called Empower. But the district says that company is violating the law. We provide software and support services to drivers who want to build and run their own businesses. Empower CEO Joshua Sear says his Virginia-based company is a third-party vendor where drivers pay for a subscription to get 100% of the profits. But D.C.'s Department for Hire Vehicles put the company on notice with a cease and desist letter for not registering the business. They say it's uninsured and unsafe for drivers. Sear disagrees. Drivers agree to provide the results of a background check that's conducted by one of the largest providers of background checks to Empower as part of the terms and conditions. The company has appealed the order while the district has impounded driver vehicles caught on D.C. streets. Sandra Jones, WTOP News. Well, the food may be delicious. You're enjoying family and friends. But for anyone with hearing concerns, that holiday feast can leave a bad taste in your mouth. It's called dinner table syndrome. If you have hearing loss and someone's talking from your left and then all of a sudden someone's talking from your right, it can be hard to follow. Audiologist Jared Marcotte says hearing and communication takes a lot more processing power than most people realize. You have to take into account lip reading, syntax, context of sentences. That all comes into play. He recommends the person struggling to point their nose where they want to hear. And the host can help, too. Grabbing your family member's attention who has hearing loss before talking to them. So that way they can tune in to what's being said. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Bradley Cooper directs himself in the new biopic Maestro. WTOP's film critic Jason Fraley tells us more about the movie that's currently in theaters before it actually hits Netflix later this month. Leonard Bernstein becomes an iconic American composer while his wife Felicia grapples with his bisexual promiscuity. Hello, I'm Lenny. Hello, Felicia. Bradley Cooper throws himself into the role of Bernstein, donning a prosthetic nose to wave his conductor wand with wild
wild hand movements and a giddy smile. Like a star is born, Cooper proves he's a stellar director, the camera swooping from the balcony to the stage and back again. I wish we saw more of Bernstein's creativity, as we never get to see his inspiration for On the Waterfront. It's merely just a song on the soundtrack of his personal life. So while Cooper deserves a Best Director nomination and maybe Best Actor, he doesn't deserve Best Screenplay or Best Picture. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River.